We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. One. Welcome, everyone. Yes. We are back. And we're back with headphones on. Yep. We tried the no headphones thing for a couple weeks. It was going very well. Mm-hmm. But we have a new friend with us today. Yeah. We uh, put Baby Yoda to sleep. <laughs> we sacrificed Baby Yoda to get the road <laughs> procaster. The road procast- pro- procaster? Ladies and gentlemen, the road procrast- procrastinator. Procrastinator. <laughs> So we're trying out this new toy for the podcast to try to, you know, kind of uh, set us aside from the rest of the gang. Try to put some uh, more fun and more flair into the uh, podcast episodes. So we're going to try to build in some some noises. We currently have some stock noises, and I'm a real big fan of this one. Hopefully we don't get flagged on YouTube for it. This is Jay in the Morning in the mix with Ronnie Flotty. Ronnie Flotty and Chet Michaels. <laughs> I kind of like it though. I love it. <laughs> so we have a couple of stock sounds here that we're playing around with. We have the uh, applause. We have the womp womp sound, which we'll probably hear a lot of. We have that one. What I like about this uh, whole setup is that, like, the sound quality is very, very nice. These, these sounds sound so crispy. That's when we make a bad joke and nobody gets it. We're like, uh, awkward. And that one's when we say some gay shit to each other. Right? (laughs) I like it. Bromance at a thousand. Anyway, welcome to episode, what is this, 38 now? 38. 38 of the Terrible Reception radio show slash podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jay Suarez, Luis Joel Suarez, if I'm in trouble. The third. No, Luis Suarez the third. Oh, okay. And Joel, if I'm in trouble. And uh, you can find me at J on all social media platforms. And like I always say, JetPlane Suarez on Xbox if you want to get down. And that's why we need the JetPlane sound every time that you say that. Yeah, we need that. In the meantime, we'll do this. Perfect. And I'm your other host, Harley, a.k.a. Trap Jesus, coming down from the magical clouds of... Mount Olympus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> if you haven't already, tune into YouTube. Like, subscribe, leave a rating. What do they do on YouTube now? Leave a review. No. Hateration. <laughs> they leave it a lot of comments. Like, subscribe, turn on that bell notification, leave a comment, leave something. I don't care what it is. Put a thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever. Um, Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a review, leave a rating. That way it boosts us up in the uh, ratings. Um, and also Spotify podcasts. Yes. If, uh, Spotify is your uh, choice of uh, media streaming platform. Go right ahead and follow us on there and you will get a notification every time we drop an episode. And like I said, if one platform is not your preference to the other, just jump onto the other and follow us. Yes, because we are Benetton. And we just, we're just doing this because we can do this. We're doing it just because. Because they're not going to flag us. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, no, I can't. 
That comes in pretty nice for Bluetooth. What do you think? Lower it a little bit. I don't know. It just sounds pretty played cool. in the background. Oh, yeah. So this is like shameless plug. We're going to play our music in the background. In the background. Yep. So we're just going to put Benetton on shuffle. While you listen to us. While you listen to us. So this is kind of like radio writing down the uh, highway type music when you're talking to your uh, passenger. Yeah. And just playing background music. And hopefully they're not captive and that they weren't forcefully put into the car. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> and that they uh, chose to ride with you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay. That was a long enough intro. But we'll keep on playing to see um, if you guys like it or not. Um, we're going to continue putting in and taking out sounds as they as we go by and as we get comfortable with these pads. And the uh, little Rode Procaster. Yeah, yeah. Procaster. Um, as we get comfortable with this, we're going to start playing around with it a little more. So, um, the beauty of this is if, you know, if ever want to play audio from the phone, um, whether it's video music or anybody that's calling in, uh, to talk to us, we can connect via Bluetooth or USB, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a lot more interactive podcasts, really set up like a pro, you know, radio station. So... I was talking to Steven. He was like, hey, I have the Rode Procaster as well. I was like, hey, that's Steven awesome. Steven Cuoco? Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Steven Cuoco. Oh, speaking of which, we forgot to say we are still playing on Power 98.5. Radio. Radio. <laughs> we got so rusty with our intros. I know. As we, uh, you know. We get it. New things. We get it. We get a little excited sometimes. But, yeah. Oh, but, but then whatever. we transition to it, and then we do it a couple of weeks in a row, and we get get. Now the music is distracting me. Hold on. It's like the song is ending. No, I want to keep on playing it. It's like you want to listen. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to listen and I want to talk at the same time. Gotcha. And I can't. My brain can't do both. Gotcha. But um, I guess we could jump right into the first segment. The first segment is signal check. We're gonna get a sound in here for signal check. But yes. in the meantime, we're gonna do this one. This is my favorite one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're now listening to Signal Check on the Terrible Reception Podcast. What's the name that you put first? Huh? This is Chet Michaels in. Bernard Wilson. <laughs> Bernard Wilson. Because the other one's on vacation. All we do is eat corn on the cob and eat. Wait, eat corn on the cob and drink whiskey. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this? <laughs> anyway, signal check is where we check in with each other every week, mental health wise, health wise in general. And we've gone uh, insane. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> I think we've gone over the edge. But uh, <laughs> you can start it off this week. Um, I did my second visit to Montclair Massage Therapy Center. And again, phenomenal work. Pinpoint therapy on the body. I feel even better than before. Um, this week I got a couple of jobs done in the sense we did. We were on call for a good friend, Thacker from high school. His wife, Hanin, he just got married recently and we were honored to do the photos for him it wasn't like the turnout that he was initially gonna have mm -hmm. 
But um, I think it was more special. It was more quality over quantity. And I think that wedding should be like that. More, uh, in, more intimate. More intimate, for sure. Um, beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful guy. Beautiful food. Beautiful food. Everything together was beautiful. Congratulations if you're listening to this podcast episode. Oh, oh my God. One. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I there guess we that, go. That one applies, but I was looking for not that one either. Fuck. God damn it. There it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jay's going to get yellow. used to these buttons because yeah. Jay's going to be the yellow triggerer yeah. of these buttons. So Yellow means happy. I'm like watching levels. It's like my audio engineering intuition, but Jay's going to be the trigger guy. See, yellow so. means happy. Do it again. Once again, Thakur and Hanin. Say congratulations. Congratulations on getting married. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, Jay and I were honored again to shoot your wedding. It was a great time. Uh, hot as balls. Very hot. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that we didn't have this summer to do all the weddings because I don't know. It's a hot summer. <laughs> hot boy summer. It's a hot boy summer. <laughs> um, all in all, I've had a, a great week. Uh, nothing really to complain about. I did feel it was weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I felt a little down yesterday. It was just like an intuition thing because I think that I've I've been seeing way too much bad shit on social media and I want to take a break. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just constant. I don't know. It makes you feel lethargic. Social media cleanse? Yeah, just a little bit, you know? Hmm. What advice would you give somebody that's feeling overwhelmed? Um, I don't know. Like my, my key thing is try to... It's always going against the wave, you know what I'm saying, where people, I don't know, I feel like a lot of politics, a lot of things are making people aggressive. So you feel that aggression in the street. You feel it when people are driving. You feel it when people walk past you. Mm -hmm. I think we have to go, the thing that we could learn from the old school is like, say hello, smile more. Just say, have, you know, like, hope you're having a great day when you're picking up food or something from somebody, like show a little more sympathy show a little more humanity and i think like the world like it's it's like when somebody says good morning back changes your whole day you know what i'm saying so like try to uh amongst the chaos still like stay positive you know what i'm saying i know it's hard i think that's the challenge it's like you get caught up like somebody doesn't say hello back and you're like fuck it i'm never gonna say hello again and it's like no it's like that clip from um coming to america yeah where he goes, good morning, beautiful people. And then somebody goes, fuck you. you. He goes, yes, fuck you too. <laughs> That's New York in like a... In a nutshell, pretty in much. In a nutshell, yeah. But um, so somebody that, that, that sees all this chaos going on social media, because mm-hmm. everybody I feel like is in social media overload mm-hmm. uh, because everybody's home. A lot of people are working from home, uh, spending a lot of time at home on their phones. Mm. What would you recommend to somebody that says, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm seeing too much. I'm seeing this. I'm seeing that. It's pissing me off. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. My my grandfather gave me the best advice uh, before he passed. And he said, you find the answers in silence. Sometimes you just have to shut down. And silence doesn't completely mean put yourself in a soundproof room. You know what I'm saying? It's more like. That would go make you go crazy, no? That would make you go crazy. So you don't want complete. 
gonna say it's i heard awful. about that completely soundproof room yeah i think it's in your heartbeat mississippi or something like that it's it's in one of like i don't know it's like in some uh audio space that they made it like completely soundproof but yeah. 13 minutes over they p- people start going insane yeah, so apparently people can't go in there for a long time so. yeah but i would say like you know what i enjoyed during this whole pandemic is there is a local garden right in the back of my apartment and I go there right around sunset or sometimes in the afternoon and like you hear the birds chirping, you see flowers, you get more in tune with nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if everybody listening, maybe sometimes go on a hike, sweat it out a little bit. Like a lot of times we're like in our houses with the AC, with the phone in our hand most of the day, getting all this artificial um, distraction, artificial, I don't know, comfort when we should kind of get back in tune with nature, like put your feet on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those things where it's like, we need that. We're still human. Mm-hmm. We're not a hundred percent bionic yet. So yet, <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the answer I was looking for and you kept dancing around it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I would say so, yeah. Just like, you know... Um, checking out. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would say chill with some friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if it was your last day, like, if somebody told you, hey, like, tomorrow, like, you're probably going to catch COVID. Like, make the best out of your situation, you know, safely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, call somebody, tell them, like, you love them. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not really feeling it, like, activate something that, like, cat- catches a positive vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, hey, like, how you how you been? Like, how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't always, always have to be checked in on, checking on someone else. Show love the way, give love the way you want to receive love. And then love starts to flourish. Amen. That's positive. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, uh, I had a decent week. Pretty busy. Um, like you said, we were working on photo edits. So, uh um for two days i think mm-hmm. went through over two thousand photos that we took that day at that wedding yeah was able to narrow it down to 350 something i think i saw 355 yeah so they were able to narrow it down to 350 something and um i was also working working on edits for this other wedding mm-hmm. uh this gentleman named xavier um I saw your color game. It was nice on those. Oh, you like that shit, huh? But I didn't think that. I didn't like you. You were saying the photographer was like horrible. I didn't think it was horrible. His, ed, his shooting was okay. Yeah. His editing was horrible. Gotcha. Did you see the photos towards the end? I didn't oh, want yeah. to touch it and say, "Hey, revert back to original color." But. If you look towards the end, you can tell he has no idea what shutter speed is. Gotcha. I don't know if that's his thing. At the end of the day, he's a lot like, of I want to see these lights going crazy. Maybe it'll work. No. It looked horrible. Yeah. I understand maybe for one or two pictures, you're like, you see like a light going in. It'll be a cool little effect. But it was literally every single photo from the dancing scenes, like after the reception where everybody's getting lit and whatever. <clears throat> Lighting is horrible. The adjustments on the camera, horrendous. Mm. And for somebody like me that isn't like on top of my game with like the settings and shit, I can tell shutter speed really fucking low. Um, 
it just looked really bad. Like those those pictures were unsalvageable. Damn. Like everything else was okay because it was just like an exposure issue. Did they tell you how much they paid for? It? No, no, I would never ask anybody that. But yeah, um, the my issue with it was the, the none of the folders were touched. Mm. So it's like everybody was super pale. Like even the 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 people with some pigment to them. Like well, this was the Dominican. What he shot it in like away. a flat color space, a negative it one. Seemed like it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. They were all JPEGs. I don't know if he shot them straight JPEG or whatever, but it, it was, was probably like he already, he put like a flat profile on it or something it like that. It was really bad because for most of the photos, all I really did was turn down, I turned down the highlights extremely to, like, I'll show you before and after photos. Gotcha. Here. First of all, I like, uh, I never thought I would say this. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Adobe. You actually made me come or made us come out of pocket. Whoa. Not like that. <laughs> Made us come out of pocket. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey. Come out of pocket. <laughs> but um, before you go on to that, look at this. Okay. Before and after. Oh, wow. Literally. Wait, the suits were supposed to be that blue? The suits are blue. Oh, okay. Wow. Look how dark they are here. That's crazy. And what, what was he shooting? Canon, Sony? Do you I know? I have no idea. Doesn't say in the file? I didn't check. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Literally, like the smallest little thing. Look, turn up the highlight. You know what? Uh, turn up, turn down the highlights, turn up the shadows, turn up the saturation. Boom. You know what I'm going to tell you is that it's 2020, right? As much as it's been fucking insane, we have incredible technology out here, right? And I was telling people, if you're messing up with the cameras that you have now, you suck at what you do. I'm sorry. I have no apologies. It's like you suck at what you do. There are incredible cameras, even in like automatic mode. It's kind of like foolproof, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are shooting in manual as a photographer, a professional photographer, because you have to be considered a professional photographer to shoot a wedding like that unless they got a friend to do it. But it looks like he kind of invested in his lenses or whatever the case may be. I know there's a lot of people out here. They just buy what other people buy because it looks good, but they have no clue about their lane, about photography, about exposure, about, you Even know. Even the choice of lenses were sketchy, too. It was, I don't know. Overall, it was just weird. It was like even like cropping, there was like no cropping. I cropped this and turned up the colors a little bit. Well, that's another thing. I don't feel like everybody has an eye for composition. Look, you know, like. Look how flat that looks compared to this. Because you have to add contrast to add depth, That's right? Because you're not even getting the most out of your lens. Like, I don't know if that, that person even has a kit lens or whatever the case may be. But, like, some people would just buy an 85 millimeter because they know, like, the compression looks good and they can blow out the background. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm a photographer now. It's like, no, you're not. It's like. <laughs> I'm a photographer now. <sighs> like, if you look at this picture, you'll see all the dresses look white, right? Yeah. You can see the separation in the pinks, right? Exactly. And the pigments. That's way overexposed, by the way. Right. Look at this. So you know simple. what it is? You know what it is? First of all, he didn't, he didn't compensate for the exposure by bringing any type of flash. At all. At all. So he was just shooting manual in the thing that he was probably doing because maybe like his f-stop was at 1.4 and then the shutter speed, for some reason, he didn't turn it up to compensate. Mm-hmm. Even something like this, look. See how white the suit is? Mm-hmm. It gets lost in the ocean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up the contrast, turn up the blues a little bit, yeah. separation. 
And you did this with a JPEG, so I can with only imagine if you had the raw mm-hmm. with like all the information inside of it. So simple. Turn up the saturation. Turn up the shadows a little bit. If you're a photographer, or if you are the person hiring a photographer for your wedding, please like sit down with the photographers. Okay, I you know we meet with a lot of the couples that we shoot for, and they want to get to know the photographer. Get to know the photographer. Like even do like a test shoot with them because a lot of these people take pictures off the internet or they take their friends pictures that they shot for another wedding and i'm telling you they are promoting lies to you they're just trying to get into your pockets because they know sometimes if they hit you with a contract where they're not giving you the money back you will get screwed Mm -hmm. and you don't want that this is a once in a lifetime situation stop trying to get a deal and try to get something pay for a professional okay Look up for the best of the best. Get recommendations of somebody that you know that it was very happy mm-hmm. with their photography for the wedding. Because you'll end up paying extra for, for somebody all. like myself <laughs> to try to salvage some of your photos. Exactly. So whatever so. you could have paid it all in one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't want to. Sh- <laughs> I was going to say I don't want to bash the photographer, but I already did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to put his name out there, but shout out to him. Um, my boy for uh, hiring me to fix those photos. It was my pleasure to go through those photos and save those for you. Um, he said that he really loved how I, what I did with them. So mm. mission accomplished. So I spent most of my day yesterday doing that. I finished them today. <clears throat> then I touched up a couple of them of hers in particular, mm-hmm. of the bride. You know, just a couple things. There was like a hair like sticking out to the face. It's like I don't understand how anybody would hand anybody like product like this because i like for me it's like i always hear the tragic stories from weddings Mm -hmm. it's sad because it's like i don't want to believe them but you know what i'm saying it happens man but um yeah i spent most of my week doing that um and then tuesday i believe we got into a little tiff because i was super overwhelmed yes (laughs) i had a lot going on on tuesday just trying to get everything for tax season and then work and then these photos and then just just a whole bunch of shit and uh, that wasn't a good day no that was like the only hiccup of the of the week i think yeah the rest of the week was kind of just work 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 jay and i had a very uh heated discussion (laughs) we were trying to get taxes done this is like our first time as a business trying to get taxes done Mm -hmm. and uh basically you know shit got out of hand (laughs) I mean, it wasn't uh, a heated discussion. It was more of a, I got snippy because I was feeling weird. <laughs> I got snappy. I'll, I'll say that. Um, snappy turtle. Because it was just a lot going on. Yeah, I'm yeah. not making any excuses for it. It just happened. That day I was just so fatigued by the end of the day because I was trying to get my personal taxes done, which I did. Mm-hmm. I had to mail them in. Remember I told you I think somebody's... Hold on. Yeah, okay, there we, go, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yellow's happy. So, like, basically... You know, like, at the end of my process, right, I was doing TurboTax. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, from all the purchases I made for the business, I didn't owe taxes. That was perfect for this one. But it was saying that somebody else had your social security number. Oh, shit. Hold on. It's, no, 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 no. Green, 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 green. There we go. So I was like, damn it. I've just, like... Today was so stressed, like me and Jay were going back and forth. And then after that, I was trying to get my taxes done. I wrote everything down that we own to have it right off. You know what I'm saying? 
And then at the end, I get that thing that says somebody else might have your social security number because somebody filed already. And I said, what? But I called TurboTax the next day. And this is where the relief came because I didn't see anybody open up um, any like take out any loans or open up credit cards in my name. They said, because I claimed from my stimulus check, I had to like file claim for my stimulus check. Hmm. They said that considered that was considered like part of the tax situation. And that's why I got that um, message. Hmm. So I was relieved to hear it. I was confused at first, but I mailed out my taxes on June 15th. Mm -hmm. And hopefully the IRS sees my honesty. They're going to see that you're alive. (laughs) IRS, if you're listening to this, please don't laugh (laughs) at my tax game, please. But overall, we made it through the week. It is Thursday. Yes. It is Friday Eve. We are live. We are live. Yes. So, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much our week. And um, I guess we can jump over to the second segment of the show. What's the wave? We need a new sound for. And it's great. We can see what time we're on now. Oh, look at that. We are at 24 minutes and 57 seconds. Yeah, we're going to try to keep the episodes to an hour. Oh, the song came back on. Yeah. Maybe I should hit like the other one with like a different song, right? Do do Drive. I think Drive would be a cool song for, for What's the Wave. What's the Wave. What's the Wave is a segment in the show where we... Ah, I like this. Where we talk about current events, what's going on with us uh, professionally, um, creatively, or anything that's going on in the news, anything we want to shed light on. Um, the last few weeks, we've kind of been talking about um, you know, what be, we've been up to. We kind of tackled that in the first segment mm-hmm. uh, as far as the photography aspect of it. But... Um, you know, I kind of, I personally take this time to shed light on um, some things that I don't see in the news, mm-hmm. but I would like people to be aware of. And then you can do your own research and come to your own conclusion um, of what is going on in this crazy ass world. But um, I usually leave that for the second part of the segment. So I let you kick it off with um, what's the wave? Gotcha. Like All right. Anything that's come to your attention or anything that uh, we've been working on or are going to work on that you want to let the audience know? Yeah. Um. Basically, uh, you know, it's small little things like this. Um, I think that we can talk about like anybody that's listening that might want to, you know, take their podcast or their brand to the next level, um, you know. I've been coming across, like, we've been podcasting for what now? Two years? Almost two years, yeah. Two years. Two years in November, I think. We started out um, with an experiment, you know what I'm saying? Jay and I were just like, hey, one day, let's let's try a podcast. Let's let's see if anybody gravitates towards what we have to say. And, you know, it ended up being a beautiful, beautiful outcome. And at first, we didn't know what we were doing. We knew we had good cameras. We knew the visuals were going to be nice but our audio audio sucked and like good video with horrible audio is it's just a shitty situation period yeah so um over time uh i love you know 
once I get very interested with anything, I love to do my research. And even up to this day, I'm always finding out something new. So um, between the Shure SM7B microphones, I love the sound quality out of these. Um, you know, we started out with the H6, with it, which is the sound recorder that we use for a lot of weddings. Uh, we were going into Pro Tools and stuff like that. I just felt like we had so many situations where there was like too much going on, right? Like every time we had to set up a podcast, it's like, it feels like a headache. You know what I'm saying? It just felt mm-hmm. overwhelming between yeah. like your editing and stuff like that. So Some, uh, when we first started, I uh, used to take about three hours to edit a video. Exactly. Because if you watch the first maybe nine, ten episodes, mm-hmm. it would cut between me and you. Exactly. And just chopping that up between who's speaking yeah. and who's going to be present in the video was just a nightmare. Yeah, because like if, if you guys watch the Joe Budden podcast, they have like a couple of speakers if you guys watch the joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. um both joe's which is interesting and they're like the top of their game so maybe we should be like now we're gonna joe's terrible reception podcast and i'll just like you know mm-hmm. jump forward <laughs> the but joe biden podcast. the joe biden podcast <laughs> he'll be like um i forgot why we're here <laughs> where am i where am i <laughs> the episode ends <laughs> <laughs> and that's all folks you've been listening to joe biden podcast <laughs> so no basically um <laughs> I was I really love that song. <laughs> I know you do. You're obsessed with it. So, um basically I came across this situation here which is the Rode Pro uh Procaster. It's got Apex um Apex is like a company kind of like SSL or anything else like super quality sound that they have like really nice compressors and all these different um preamps inside. And basically, Rode built this for anybody that has a uh, podcast. So what you guys are going to listen to is basically the processing of the sound of our voices. It sounds a lot cleaner. It gets rid of the background noise. And then we put a master on it in Pro Tools. But all these little steps that we used to take where Jay's editing, going back and forth, like now it's recording right here Mm -hmm. into the Procaster, into a micro SD card. Mm -hmm. Um, We got the levels here. Again, you guys see we can play with the sounds and add that all now. All I'm doing is bouncing the audio. I'm sending it to Jay. And we simplified, as you can see, with the the camera. One camera. Like, we're all at the same table. So even if we have a guest come here, Mm -hmm. it's all all in focus. It's all in frame. Mm -hmm. People are catching it. Um, I love it. It feels more clean. Yeah. We don't have cables like... Not that you guys saw it, but we had like cables running through the ground. Mm-hmm. We had to watch the computer. If like something was going wrong, I had to step off set mm-hmm. or Jay had to, you know, check something. And it was just. It happened the last episode like four times. Yeah, I yeah. Trying to do something and it kept on cutting out. So now we can actually monitor how much time we're at. Yeah. Or what uh, time we're at. Yeah, yeah. Because it, Jay, Jay created his segments too. So it organizes the podcast. So we're going from the intro, which usually takes five to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We have like a 20 minute segment. We're like at 30 minutes right now where we can tell, hey, what's the wave? Now we're here. And then that last half an hour or 20 minutes, we can split it up. And we're not going over time. Like We want to keep these short and sweet. Um, we're still getting into the groove of things too, mm-hmm. because when you're improving something, you're always going to come across technical difficulties. You're not going to know how to organize yourself. but mm-hmm. If you're improving yourself, that's all that matters. And I feel like this 
there's definitely an improvement. I can hear it now in my headphones. And that's what, the reason we're wearing the headphones today, just to make sure the audio is good today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe next week we will go back to no headphones, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the audio quality. I sent Jay like a test. Like, hey, you know, a couple people within our circle, I sent the test and like, wow, mm-hmm. I definitely hear um, an audio di- uh, quality difference. And once we throw it into, I made a pre a pre-master like an already set master so when i every time i throw in our vocals because it's set you know we are who we are it's gonna sound amazing so that's it i'll see you sir i was listening i was listening to joe joe button podcast i was listening to joe rogan podcast and i must say i am very happy with our audio our audio listen to flagrant too flagrant too mm-hmm. okay their setup is really yeah. on point and I would like say, like, have, we're on par. We might not be as popular as these podcasts, but I'm listening to audio quality. Audio quality, we're there. Video, we're definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about the Flagrant 2 podcast is they have, well, they have two editors. So okay. that's all they do throughout the week. So well, that's a lot of things, too. A lot of people have been investing in that. What is it called? Uh, it's by Black Magic. Black Magic came out with it, but it's basically a, a switcher. Mm. So mm-hmm. people that want to do more like of a broadcast type of thing, like you guys see on Joe Rogan, they keep switching from the guest mm-hmm. to Joe Rogan because he has a pretty large table. And then you have like a mid view sometimes because mm-hmm. like they look at a screen sometimes. Yeah. Like they have somebody that I guess like they're an artist in their own where they're like programming when somebody speaks, like they're there tapping right. buttons. So by the time the video hits the laptop it's already it's edited already edited yeah yeah so like we live in great times like everything's accessible it's it's within price range i think you guys heard last time this is like 600 bucks mm-hmm. but like you can't you can't 600 bucks pays for itself like if you're thinking about a year mm-hmm. of the turnaround time and like especially if you're a podcast out there that's already established kind of or you have a fan base and you have a patreon like you're making the money back like in a week so like don't worry about it yeah man it pays for it so but um yeah i mean i like how it sounds so far so yeah it's good i just hopefully in the future when uh we're starting to make money off of this podcast we can hire somebody to be behind the camera yeah, yeah and running those switches and running those boards so that way we can just focus on just speaking yeah. and not have to worry about checking on the time uh Thinking of the topics to discuss, uh, making sure the camera's right. Is it still on? Yeah. Yeah, it's still on. Last year, last year we were in my cramped room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I have my own apartment. Um, we have we went from strictly just podcast to podcast and radio show. Mm-hmm. And this is this is in one year. So like if you do something well, somebody's gonna recognize it. And thank you again to Steven mm-hmm. for like, you know. Seeing our yes. potential. Yep. And next year, like I said, like it could be a whole nother step or another two years where we're in that situation where we have a whole team broadcasting mm-hmm. the Terrible Reception podcast. Amen. Yeah. Speaking into existence. Exactly. <laughs> so um, that's it. To me, that's the wave for that this week, at least. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't like, again, when we were talking about positivity um, in the beginning, like we all know. There's a bunch of crazy shit happening in general. Like, I think everybody's on social media. Like, this should be your break from that. So this week, I want to be the cleanse to our listeners. I don't want to really, like, information is everything. Mm -hmm. 
but I want to give them like maybe like somebody just wanted to hear about like okay you know the setup or whatever like I want something a little more lighthearted. If on my end, you can go in if you like. I'm going in. Jay's going in. I got momentum, man. I got the <laughs> momentum going. I'm going to discuss a few things that I saw on social media uh, that hasn't really been making their rounds on the news. So I'm going to keep on going with that flow. So apologies if you don't like this segment of the show. You can fast forward maybe 10, 15 minutes and get to the gallery. But I will do this because I feel it is very important to be aware of these things. So the first one I would like to discuss is a gentleman by the name of Elijah Weatherspoon. Okay. Elijah Weatherspoon is an 18-year-old Puerto Rican and black male that went on a boat with seven white friends and did not return. So a lot of uh, people in the community are trying to get answers. And um, what is raising a bunch of red flags is that everybody on that boat that was there with him had a different story. Wasn't there a similar situation with a woman that had a sleepover with her white friends? She was... She was a black woman, and then she went to go sleep over. I did hear something about that? Actually. There was something like similar like mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah, but um, you know, there's there's people that say here's some of the the statements that some of the people say he fell off the boat, hit his head on a rock, and nobody tried to save him. The next person said he fell off the boat, and his friend tried to save him but couldn't. He jumped off the boat himself and refused to get back in and drowned. Well, that's a, a lie. So. That's the the fishy part of the whole situation, that he was apparently a very good swimmer. He's mm. an athlete. He's only 18 years old. Went on a boat with 18, with eight other friends, I think, seven or eight. There was a couple articles that I read. Some said seven, some said eight. But the red flags here were that they all had conflicting stories, and it was just a little fishy situation. I mean, it's, so it's, people are it's calling more for than, a full investigation. It's more than fishy when <laughs> you have everybody come back. <laughs> The only person of color doesn't, so. Yep. So um, that is uh, Elijah Weatherspoon, if you want to look into that story. Um, The next one is actually somebody that we knew. It's uh, Mari Lady Morel. I know this is. We knew her as Mari. So unfortunate. Uh, We um, met Mari on set several years ago. uh, When we were shooting. Short film. We were shooting a short film. We were part of a short film so we were acting in it and uh she was in my scene and that's the first day i met her and then i found out a couple weeks later that we ran in the same circles had a lot of mutual friends and uh throughout the years i would see her at uh you know just little get-togethers and stuff like that and you actually hit me up because i had woken up to your texts like sorry and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about and then Mm -hmm. when i got online i started looking around and i did see that but um unfortunately on fourth of july she was uh involved in a hit and run accident not an accident but a collision where a gentleman by the name of Declan Cott, a 22-year-old uh, firefighter or fire volunteer, firefighter volunteer, um, he said to have had several drinks. So he was arrested, and uh, unfortunately, he is out on bail wow. at the moment. She was walking her dog, <clears throat> from what I know, and then her family. She was noticed. walking the family dog. Um, down a road, and this guy drove down the street, 
apparently the back of her head was struck by the side mirror or something like that. But um, the thing I don't get about this is how is a person like this, the article said something along the lines, he may be charged with manslaughter because there was a mention of consumption of alcoholic beverages. And he was out on bail for $150,000. And when I was looking at some other articles, there was a comparison between him and this other gentleman who very similar situations. And the other guy had like a million dollar bail. What was the difference between the two? (laughs) Take a wild guess. Yep. (laughs) I already know. Or... New friend Declan Cott is a white man who has ties in the community because he is a volunteer firefighter. So, oh, man. you know, hopefully he, um, you know, he gets put to trial and uh, gets the uh, punishment that he deserves. So, um, I mean, just wanted to say rest in peace to Mari. Yeah, no, she was she was, she was a sweetheart. Um, you know, it kind of it broke my heart even further to see a mutual friend of ours, Cindy. Uh, Cindy's always very sweet and. You know, kind of low-key sometimes. And, like, just to see her, you know, she wrote some very heartfelt words. But, like, it was just crazy to... It was eerie because I was actually coming across Mari's Instagram the night before because it was 4th of July. And uh, I followed her because, you know, again, we did a short film. And since then, like, you know, um, people from Chris's Closet, they have mutual association and stuff like that. And... uh it was just eerie to be like, wow, I had such a blast for 4th of July. I saw them by a poolside. And then you wake up next day seeing that this person passed away due to somebody's inhumane, unaware, and just poor judgment. Poor judgment of moves. And, uh, you know, I, I doubt that somebody wants to be, uh, you know, in it, nobody wants to be in his shoes where he was drinking. And then you, you you kill somebody, you know what I'm saying? That that's enough to deal with in itself. But again, you know, like stop the fucking car if you know that you hit somebody, and stop picking up the keys when you drink. It's 2020. I say take a couple steps back and don't even do that. You know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> There's it, Ubers. It's out not there. that serious. It's not <clears throat> that serious to get home. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. I would pay $500 to get home safely. I would pay a million dollars to get home safely rather than potentially risk my life and somebody else's life. But you know what it is? Time like, is affecting somebody else's rather than yours. I would say you have common sense. A lot of people don't. Oh, yeah. Also experience. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, sorry to uh, somber the moment. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's why, I, like, you know, like, I've been bringing up the word humanity a lot. And I feel like we're losing touch with our humanity, our humane state of being. And I think it's important that we, you know, we get in touch with that again. Because a lot of this tech, a lot of the things going on in our world disattaches us from that humane part. And... uh you know, the last time I really saw it is like when Kobe passed away. I saw people actually feel for that family, like it hurt, you know, or like Nipsey Hustle. You know, uh, I love people showing remorse rather than, oh, they should have died or this and that. Like some people like, I don't know, social media is a very cruel world where just people are like disconnected. They'll say horrible things just because they don't know the person or 
their Twitter fingers are stronger than, you know, what they would say in reality. And it's just like people love to hide behind things. And I'm not with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also the sheeple, the people yeah. they call that are sheep and herded. But I think about how yeah. things just because they think that's the cool thing to do. Think about how hurt they are that they have that type of time and energy to put into that negative state mm-hmm. to egg somebody on or troll somebody or aggravate somebody. And you know what I'm saying? Like people, I feel like, again, people take our social media world and they walk outside with it and you feel this aggression. You feel like, oh, that person's probably a Republican. Oh, that person's probably a Democrat. Oh, that probably, that person's an all lives matter. That's a person's a black lives matter. And no matter what context you're talking about, again, there's all this aggravation. Like the other night, there's a Trump supporter that's on my timeline. And they're saying, ah, see, remember we talk about the Louisiana couple that were guarding their house? <laughs> Pink shirt, hot dog lady. <laughs> yeah. They were saying uh, there, was a, there was a larger picture of her holding the gun. And then there's a guy in the corner, a black guy. And they're saying, oh, look, it's a guy with a gun. That's why they have the reason to protect their house. And I said, hey, hold on one second. Me, I'm always liking to delve a little deeper. I did my research. I, I enlarged the photo, right? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that it's not a gun. Because you got to understand that uh, those people are egging other people on to say, hey, look, that's the reason why they had the guns out. But I, I noticed it was a microphone and a monitor. <laughs> so this guy had a camera with a big like XLR, big dynamic microphone that you would use for movies or like broadcasting. It's like a huge version of this kind of. Yeah. And like basically that guy was just holding that up and other people are egging people on saying hey look it's a black lives matter person with a gun they had every right mm-hmm. to protect themselves and i was like listen please take it down because look when i zoomed in you could tell it's an xlr mic but people like look at that gun you know he has whatever and i'm like no like if you know your stuff <laughs> and they took it down and they apologized and i was like listen you putting up what you put up right can get somebody killed in the world right because now they're like oh look these people are dangerous or whatever i'm saying that we got to break the cycle of like egging people on just do politics mm-hmm. or anything else like people are going to get harmed because somebody else is amping somebody up with false information and that's like i feel like that's the times we're living in it and that shit is dangerous mm-hmm. so be careful what you're posting be careful what you're talking about just make sure it's true because media and trust we work with photos and video we can manipulate the shit out of something mm-hmm Speaking of Trump, what do you think of Goya supporting Trump? Listen, Goya's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's Hispanic heritage. Right? Actually, hold on. Before you get into that, what do you think about, do you think politics should factor into your decision whether to support a brand or a business? It's a, that's a tough one. Um, I've, dropped, I've dropped certain fashion brands in the past because of the values um that they had at the time um even if they um, apologize publicly i'm like you're a professional brand i know i know being in the industry you have so many stop points and checkpoints before something comes out for you to act dumb like oh this this person just let out this 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 piece without you know overthinking or whatever i'm like no like, even if you're putting a page in Vogue magazine, it's not easily just going through until, like, a head person, head director is seeing how you're piecing the magazine. Like, to me, that's all bullshit. 
Somebody knew what they were going to do. They knew their intentions and they fucked up. Right. On that end, I'm like, no. Or did they fuck up? What do you mean? I'm, I'm the person that believes that they do it on purpose because. Of oh, to the, get more uh, buzz. Right. Yeah. Okay. Any kind of, any controversy. controversy. I'll agree with it. But like, you know, <clears throat> um, you know, we, we can't live in the times of the Romans where, like, we're watching gladiators fight each other and, like, literally lose their lives just for our entertainment. We should get past that. Like, we should be, there should be an evolution, again, of our humanity and, like, how we treat others. So, like, for me, politics, it comes and goes, right? These are short moments in our lives. The president is only here for four years. If four, that speaks, eight. you're not, like, if you're if you're banning Goya, you're not speaking... For everybody that works for Goya, there might be an employee on that line that doesn't agree with the the head founder, and they're just trying to put food on the table, right? I remember I was able to afford Goya beans at my brokest level in life. I used to eat rice and beans every fucking day for weeks on end, and Goya was my savior. I'm not... If people... People got to know what they're boycotting. You know what I'm saying? Because if you boycott Goya or you boycott anything else that's going to stock your shelves during a pandemic, mm-hmm. you're cutting off your own supply. Okay. Are they going to remember that? Is that CEO always going to be part of Goya? Is all the great ideas and people that put the Goya brand together on the same page that they all love Trump? Probably not. The guy that just does it right now, it's like, that's what he said. Are you going to, like, kill it? Goya's, Goya didn't ever put something out, I don't think, that, like, offended somebody like uh, Aunt Jemima. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not putting out, like, a, you know, a racially, you know, disturbing image of, like, you know, a Hispanic man or woman. It's like Goya's always been, you know, supported by, his, you know, Latins and Hispanic communities so I, I just think it's a bad idea where people like you know start mixing the two too much the guy might have just been like that's his honest opinion maybe you shouldn't have speak, spoken on it mm-hmm. just for the again this exact reason mm-hmm. but like I don't know it's a gray area for me okay because when you go on to the, the values of a is Goya a corporation? You say so, right? Yeah. You don't you don't leave your family that you said were Trump supporters just because they say they are. You don't turn your backs on them, right? If they really came to your house crying like you you lost somebody in your family, you're not gonna say, Oh fuck you, you're a Trump supporter, right? No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the values of a corporation or a business should I align. It's I think it's it's important to me. Yeah. And it should be important to every individual person. If and it's, it goes down to like the way the Trump was closing borders is saying that he's going to build a wall. Mm-hmm. Never agree with that because to me that's symbolism of stay the fuck out, symbolism we don't care about you, mm-hmm. symbolism because that goes for all the people. It's not just the drug dealers of Mexico and the and the cartels and all that. Mm-hmm. You're keeping like people that are like stuck with those people. In that situation, you're not looking out for, again, Mm -hmm. humanity. Right. So what I'm saying is their their core values are very important to me as a person. Goya. 
Right. Okay. Well, anybody in anybody general. general. And I try to look at it from a case-to-case basis, right? So I could see you like going into the freezer and like picking like some of those like plantains from the freezer, like crying. Jokes on you. I haven't had Goya product in I don't know how long. I know. <laughs> I mean, if I lived with your mother and father, especially like since they're bomb ass cooks, like, I haven't even used adobo. I don't even think we have adobo in the house anymore, do we? I think we do. It's a little it's too salty somewhere. sometimes. Way too much sodium. Stay away from from adobo, guys. Um, as Latins, we've been programmed to go straight for adobo there's better things out there guys mm-hmm. especially get, if you make it from scratch whatever it is what it is um so the core values i think it should be on an individual basis right mm-hmm. if it's your choice or your prerogative to support goya cool there's been people on my timeline that were like fuck that i don't give a fuck i'm still gonna do my goya i love my beans i love my adobo blah 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 okay do you mm-hmm. um then it gets to the point where it's like you can have this conversation with people, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't see, you guys don't see eye to eye, it is what it is. Um, I think most people would like starve or be stuck if they knew a lot of people's values. Mm-hmm. But then you, you think about it, right? If you boycott, let's say everybody boycotts Goya because of a statements of one particular person. Mm-hmm. Who is he? The CEO? Mm-hmm. CEO of Goya says, I love Trump. I'm bend over backwards for him. I'm, <laughs> I'm this, uh, uh, well, you could say he's privileged, but whatever. Um, Latin man bending over backwards for Trump. And um, I lost my train of thought. There it goes. It's gone. What was it? I just said I forgot. <laughs> oh, I thought it was, no, I'm saying, was it the sound? I don't know. Oh. Oh, okay. I got it. So the CEO of Goya says, I love Trump doing this. He's a great fearless leader that we have in this country, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to boycott a whole corporation because of the statements of one particular person, mm-hmm. which your intention is to affect his bottom line, which is his income, his money coming in. Mm-hmm which failed miserably. Now they have white people buying Goya products. I was going to say, like, they you never know their food who's anyway. working for Goya that mm-hmm. needs to keep their good household going. And that's exactly where I'm going. The people that get affected by it are the bottom people. Yeah, never the top. So the first people to go is definitely the, the immigrant workers down at the bottom. Again, if you guys haven't watched it, watch Platform, and then you'll understand how you're affecting Goya. <laughs> that's a perfect example. But... um. Yeah, I would say take it on a case-to-case basis. Um, and I guess to jump, to piggyback off of that, the an update on the Redskins situation. Mm-hmm. The owner of the Redskins is getting demolished by the media. Mm. If this man does not get arrested or does not sell the team sometime in the next year, I don't know what the hell is going to happen to that franchise. Mm. This guy... Those talks all week that they were going to blow up everything about him this today. And so far, there's been like 15 allegations that he was running sex parties and sexually assaulting women and forcing the cheerleaders to take naked photos, taking their passports and forcing them to take photos for season ticket holders. It's a hot fucking mess. I feel like with this whole situation, because sometimes I see the comments under him, right? They'll be like... uh Call them like uh, the Washington Crackers or something like that. 
And it's like, it's cool. Like, it's like, somebody, I get it. Somebody said <laughs> with these uh, sex party allegations, they should call them the Washington Red Boners. Yeah, yeah. No, but I've been seeing like certain things is like, you know, I think about it myself, right? It's like, like if we want to stop prejudice, if we want to stop racism, again, we all have to do unto others as you want done to yourself. So I feel like everybody's just got to like, I don't know, do the right thing. But then like, you know, everybody's like offending each other at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Hispanics are getting offended. Blacks are getting uh, offended. Whites are getting offended. Some whites are feeling like ashamed to be white. I'm like, you shouldn't be about white power, but you shouldn't be like hate who you are just because you were born into it. You had no choice. Mm -hmm. So everybody should like, you know, take a step back, you know, appreciate who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Do the right thing. But then it's like, also don't accept like some shit just because, you know, there's a certain political or certain, certain wave going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like respect yourself. Whether you're white, you're black, you're Hispanic, respect yourself, respect others. And, you know, you don't have to demean yourself just to show sympathy for, you know, another community. I think that's where a lot of people are going wrong. Like, I think some people like, oh, I'm so ashamed of being white. Like, I'm so sorry for all the years. I'm like, listen, we don't even know if your family's fucking connected to anything that anybody did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your choice right now is to do a better fucking job than anybody has and that's 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 basically what we need to do right now so like stop fucking shaming yourself stop fucking shaming others fucking get with it man i'm ashamed that we're like fucking human beings with fucking brains and we're like it's 2020 and this shit is going on it's like we should have advancements far beyond our fucking comprehension and that's the problem we have too much too much information out there is bad for anybody that can't, that can't, well, there's information out there and there's misinformation and then there's people using those as a tool to reel people in for monetary gain. And that's where the issue is, where that's where media plays a, a, a factor. Um, that's why I feel like America it. becomes extra messy <clears throat> because yes, I'm not saying like, I mean, certain things work for certain countries, right? So, like, socialism kind of works for Europe, right? Doesn't really work for here. But the capitalistic mindset adds so much more territory for, like, what you just spoke on. Where Gucci knows what they're doing in America when they're marketing things. Because they know that buzz might gather the people that don't really care about another group of people to start supporting their brand. Mm -hmm. And if they do calculations, literally, if they're doing percentages of like, hey, we know this group of people outnumbers this group of people. And if we rile them up, they're going to start investing in our shit. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be good for the numbers. So it's a numbers game. You know that. So I did hear Gucci isn't doing very well. Yeah. Gucci's not doing very well, right? Gucci's not doing very well, right? What you tell me? I don't And the thing is, too, you never know whose hands. Like, Gucci might have started out with a lot of value, core value. Mm-hmm. And then some rich fuck. What was that guy that was, like, buying everybody out? Like, he was trying to buy, like, the... Uh, he was, like, the modern-day Joker. Like, he was, he was buying, like, the Wu-Tang albums. Oh, that fucking guy. What's his name? 
something Sheckler. Okay. His name. So basically that, like, you never know, like... There, that was a fucking villain. Yeah. There might have been somebody that came across money that's like, hey, you know, they, they might have infiltrated Gucci and, like, now they're a CEO. And then, like, their core values might not align with the, um, the purity of, like, what was the first initial... You know, it's like Benetton. Like, that'd be crazy. Like, literally the Benetton clothing brand. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were like three brothers from Italy. They were all about unity and happiness and positivity, especially after the um, the Depression. They wanted to bring color into people's lives. And that was like their whole thing. It was always about like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, racial unity and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, imagine somebody like Benetton got bought out by somebody that's like, Ku Klux Klan member and then the whole thing switches mm-hmm. it's like you never know and then they do some wild shit and you're like that's not what they stand for <laughs> it's in the wrong hands yeah oh man so it's a wild world out there it is um but yeah we could I mean we could talk about this all day we're at the hour mark so I want to move on to the uh the next segment of the show already already you want to play another song yeah I can definitely play another song we are going into the uh, last segment, which is the gallery. Oh, yeah. Now, the gallery is <laughs> the segment of the show where we shout out an artist of some kind, whether it be photography, videography, a company of some kind, anybody doing their thing right now, somebody that dropped a project, somebody that dropped a single, a piece of art, anything beautiful that we want to shout out so somebody can go check their work out. And, um, you know, what's dope. I'm going to do this this time. Um, I'm going to do this for Des because last time, um, I didn't really get to play the song for you guys, but during the whole like black lives matter movement and all this, like, just like it wasn't even black lives matter. Let me take that back. Right. Basically what I know Dez's words is what a lot, a lot of black youth, black people have to go through. And he made this song called Burning Ladders. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play a segment for you guys, just so you can I feel this. would talk over it so it does not get flagged on YouTube. I got you. So here we go. This is Desmond Grant. He's a good friend of ours. This is Burning Ladders. And I think that this whole vibe of this song Start playing should be the anthem of 2020. It. Here we go. So this is Burning Ladders. He owns the rights to this. He's not under a label. Here we go. On a burning ladder to heaven, I wear my worries like clothes. Owe me melts by the second, my journey leaves me exposed. Tell them blow me, I ain't waiting on the time that niggas owe me. Skin glowing, melanin flowing. Swear they just persistently post and do it for prayer, hands and fireside emojis. Yo, this song always Crowds gives me chills. Yes, men in the circumference. Look, not waiting to hear the trumpets to fix my moral compass. I said it all, big and small for blessings in abundance. Uh, these days they urging me to be consistent. But it's hard, chef and angel food, cake in hell's kitchen when all the ingredients are in hieroglyphics. This I'm is trying to um, be the top rhyming, my name's extensive. That was Burning Ladders, and now his other song, Happy is the New Rich, is out now. I know why you still Gucci wallets and lotions. 20 years of conditions I had to cope with. Swear I'm still the same mama's boy that can spot you through the noise and commotion. Just a little less heartbroken. It's still trying to save you from this fall. Dreaming often of that lady. He has a lot of different dope vibes. Claims of you overdosing. 
I cry so ferocious You can feel the earth jolting from Hoboken To the feet of Jesus, Mary and Joseph And that's why I'm not as open Way too explosive, too ferocious, too precocious See, the thing that I love about Dez is that He reminds me of Pusha T in a sense Where he's like, he's really poetic with his words And like, he has a depth He uses a lot of great words to express himself mm-hmm. This song is called Reasonable Clout it's more trap, huh? Get on my Get on my way, get on my get on my way, way, way. Tryna be great. Niggas try wait now. I can relate. Oh no, must be a heart. Kids when the world gone, man. I'm like, give me my space. That money talking, trying to tell I have a building, get on my safe. And then uh shameless plug. Shout out to Dez. This is EWR produced by yours truly. It's funny, I remember this uh, This is the beat that we were about to rap to mm-hmm. Jay wasn't in the zone for it though So I passed it on mm-hmm. But it's great It's great how other things come with it Can I use yours since you're connected to the yeah. Bluetooth? You say goodbye in the morning You and your grinding, you glowing Always be grinding and glowing Early flies from PWR Wish I could teleport and be wherever you are I always said he has like a Perfect combination of like Pusha T, PMB Rock, mm. and who's the other one? He has Kendrick vibes on a couple tracks. Too. Yeah. I'm only giving y'all a snippet so you can get into the vibe and then you listen to it on your own. Claps didn't work. There it is. Shout out to Desmond Grant, the young man out of Newark. Yes, sir. Super talented individual. I'm sure we've mentioned him several times on the pod. He's just like an all-around artist. You know how like Kanye doesn't just do music. Mm -hmm. He's one of those guys. So Yeah, man. So the artist I wanted to shout out this week is actually a cousin of a close friend of ours. Okay. Earl. This guy DJed at the wedding and... I knew he was a producer, but I didn't know he made music music like this. So we got to give a shout out to also Jay himself mm-hmm. this week because he has some crazy songs. One, bro. Oh, Come my on, bad. man. Stepping and on my toes. And it's a mutual artist. Stepping on my toes. Ain't nobody stepping on your toes. But uh, I want to shout out the gentleman G. G-E-E, period. Uh, I think his last name is Saporia. But he dropped a project. It's only six tracks. Okay. Pretty dope vibes. Very um different vibes on from track to track. Has a lot of like uh old school boom bap to it. There's uh an Afro beat type. It's, it's very different. So the project's called Fauna Flora. And one of my favorite tracks is called Maui. Alrighty. <laughs> This is Maui. Young guy from the islands like Maui. Half man, half astounding like Maui. Always in a wave when I ride like Maui. Bad bitch running on my side like Maui. From the islands like Maui. Half man, half astounding like Maui. Always in a wave when I ride like Maui. Like Bad bitch running on my side like Maui. From the islands like Maui. Young guy from the islands like Maui. Yeah, man. 
but we don't want to play too much because we don't want to try to get flagged. But no, it's all good. Is uh, Jay himself? Yeah. Um, it's the next song I was gonna play. Uh, you had the he hit me up. Uh, I think when we recorded the podcast a couple of weeks ago and he was asking me if I had um, some availability to do video work and I passed mm-hmm. them on to you because I had a couple things going yeah. and um, I knew that you would kill it a lot more than I would. So I passed them on to you and you were working on Appreciate that. a clip photo compilation for his new song entitled False Children of God. You can which, feel his music. You can feel his words. Yeah. He's out of Newark too. Yeah. There's a lot of talent out of Newark. Um, but uh, the song is called False Children of God. Video's out on YouTube at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. YouTube? Is it on Vimeo? Just YouTube? I believe um, it's on YouTube. For but now. the track is on uh, available on all streaming platforms, so you could go check it out. His name is J-A-E himself. H-I-M-S-E-L-F. And the song is called False Children, Children of, of God. God. And... The music gods do not flag us because we're trying to help somebody out here. Very lyrical. Yeah. Um, I love the soulfulness mm-hmm. of this uh, intro. I love the cover art. It has the, the hand of Trump holding the, uh, the Bible. Mm. <laughs> he's nice with it, man. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, he's really dope. Talks a lot about the Black Lives Matter. They trying to justify injustices Tell me where the justice is Black gets you life If you're white The jury must acquit Been the same for ages They playing favorites And they just love Placating racists When they put babies in cages Putting fathers in dirt Six feet deep and it hurts Then buying burgers for perps Who let it ring in a church Sent a message to God He left it a there lot in of the talent, pews like you said what the media do Put face and name on the news Cycle for like a month They never let us forget him And he was finally famous Yeah man that is Jay himself, my yes. uh, second gallery artist. So shout out to G, shout out to Jay himself, shout out to Des. Um, did we shout anybody else out? Um, now that I can play the music, I will probably bring back a lot of artists we mentioned in the past, just so you get like you know we might we might hook in real a couple of listeners now that they can hear samples of their music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's you know. That's what we're here for, man. We're trying to shed light on other artists, other talented people out of Jersey mm-hmm. or anywhere in general. Because um, uh, G is from Canada, <laughs> Filipino from Canada. <laughs> Shout out to him. But, um, you know, that wraps it up for us today. We're a little over an hour because the time is right here. Yeah. And I can look at it right now. We're at 110. Which is nice. But um, that's a nice sweet spot. But um, like I always say, go on YouTube, like, subscribe, turn on that bell notification so you can get a notification every time we drop a new video, whether it's podcast, music video. Once again, we are working on the Fallen music video. I have locked in my leading lady for my verse. Um, So we're going to hopefully start shooting either this week coming up or the following week, depending on their availabilities. So um, look out for that sometime in the next month. Hopefully we'll get the video out Um, again. Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a read, leave a rating, leave a review. If you leave a one rating, please leave a review as to how we can be better. And uh, Spotify, just follow us on Spotify. And if one platform is not your preference, just jump onto the other one, follow us, have some engagement on there so we can uh, do a little ditty, you know what I'm saying? Just tell us. <laughs> That's Feldy. <laughs> so, um, 
that wraps it up for us. Episode 38, Terrible Reception Radio Show slash podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for riding with us this long. Uh, I hope we are not disappointing your ears, making your ears bleed. No. And if we are, please get those ears checked out. And uh, I am one of your hosts, Jet Plane J, a.k.a. Jay Suarez, a.k.a. Joel, whenever I'm in trouble. And I am Parlay, a.k.a. Trap Jesus, on Instagram, a.k.a. Let's hit him with the intro and the outro. No, we gotta do this one. Ah, uh, shit, you fucked up my vibe. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait I just wanted one? to do that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, here we go. You want, you want to bring do Bring me it? back. Bring me back to the other board. There we go. Other board. Okay. We're not done yet. This has been the Morning Radio Show with Jay and Parlay of the Terrible Reception Podcast. We hope you have a wonderful day. It only sounds like we could be like broadcasted in the Midwest. If you are listening on a Monday, we hope you have a beautiful week. Have a cup of Joe on us. You know what I'm saying? If this is Tuesday, I hope you had a good Monday. If not, I hope your Tuesday goes better. If not, I hope your Wednesday is swell. You can catch us on ESPN. I hope so. But you can catch us on Power 98.5 Radio. We drop our episodes on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify on Tuesdays. And we launch our morning show on Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. I am Jay Suarez. And I'm Parlay. And sometimes sounds make your voice do different things. (laughs) That sound is so much fun. All right, guys. All right, let's do that one more time. Let's hit him with the, the intro and the, the outro. outro. Can you hear it? We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5.